Welcome to First Formation, a weekday podcast for high church lowlifes like me, Logan Isaac, looking to get the fuck up out of bed to pray. This is where Pew Pew HQ shares morning prayers for the humble, hearty folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. A podcast for anyone who cares for soldiers and veterans enough to follow us into the mud and the suck, to hear the good news through grunts and with grunts in the unity of the Holy Spirit as one church forever and ever. Fall in. Psalm 106, verses 1 through 12. Praise the Lord. O give thanks to the Lord, for she is good. For his steadfast love endures forever. Who can utter the mighty doings of the Lord, or declare all her praise? Happy are those who observe justice, who do righteousness at all times. Remember me, O Lord, when you show favor to your people. Help me when you deliver them, that I may see the prosperity of your chosen ones, that I may rejoice in the gladness of your nation, that I may glory in your heritage. Both we and our ancestors have sinned. We have committed iniquity, have done wickedly. Our ancestors, they were in Egypt. They did not consider your wonderful works. They did not remember the abundance of your steadfast love, but rebelled against the Most High at the Red Sea. Yet she saved them for her, sa- her name's sake, so that she might make known her mighty power. She rebuked the Red Sea, and it became dry. She led them through the deep as through a desert. So she saved them from the hand of the foe and delivered them from the hand of the enemy. The waters covered their adversaries. Not one of them was left. Then they believed her words. They sang her praise. Numbers 27, verses 1 through 11. Then the daughters of Zelophehad came forward. Zelophehad was a son was the son of Hefer, the son of Gilead, son of Machir, son of Manasseh, son of Joseph, a member of the Manasite clans. The names of his daughters were Mala, Noah, Hogla, Milcah, and Terza. They stood before Moses, Eleazar the priest, the leaders, and all the congregation, at the entrance to the tent of meeting, and they said, Our father died in the wilderness. He was not among the company of those who gathered themselves together against the Lord in the company of Korah, but died for his own sin, and he had no sons. Why should the name of our father be taken away from his clan because he had no son? Give to us a possession among our father's brothers. Moses brought their case before the Lord, and the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, The daughters of Zelophehad are right in what they are saying. You shall indeed let them possess an inheritance among their father's brothers, and pass the inheritance of their father on to them. You shall also say to the Israelites, If a man dies and has no son, then you shall pass his inheritance on to his daughter. If he has no daughter, then you shall give his inheritance to his brothers. If he has no brothers, then you shall give his inheritance to his father's brothers. And if his father has no brothers, then you shall give his inheritance to the nearest kinsman of his clan, and he shall possess it. It shall be for the Israelites a statute and an ordinance, as the Lord commanded Moses. The Gospel of Luke Chapter 11, verses 33 through 36. No one, after lighting a lamp, puts it in a cellar, but on the lampstand, so that those who enter may see the light. Your eye is the lamp of your body. If your eye is healthy, your whole body is full of light. 
but if it is not healthy, your body is full of darkness. Therefore, consider whether the light in you is not darkness. If then your whole body is full of light, with no part of it in darkness, it will be as full of light as when a lamp gives you light with its rays. Here ends the reading. In today's reading, I've used the feminine pronoun for God to read the psalm. I've done that before when the psalm uh, repeats a certain number um, on, during the weekdays. Um, and it happens that Numbers 27, uh, the subject or the, the protagonist or the, the daughters of Zelophehad who has died, and they bring to Moses, who's acting as judge in this matter, kind of like an early judge, who's both ruler and also helps settle disputes. And they tell him, why should the entire family die out? Uh, meaning the wealth, meaning his name. Um, why should it die out with him? And um, so Moses is like, okay, uh, let, me, let me check with God. And God says, essentially, look, the, the women are right. Um, you, shall, you shall do this. You shall answer their request. And furthermore, this is what happens in the future. Keep it as a, a statute, as a law, as a mitzvah, that if someone passes away without any heirs, it goes one generation up and is distributed so that that person's wealth isn't lost. Um, because the practice was not to treat women as though they were um, real beings. They were something other than people. They weren't, I mean, in the best reading, they weren't necessarily less than people. They just weren't people. They were something above animals but below men. And God corrects this in a very clear way um, here in, in this passage. Um, and it isn't a clear and decisive look women are equal but the statute sets up a process and a system by which women aren't despoiled or robbed of what um, what they may be owed it's a step in, in the direction of um, a, a gender equity I suppose um, and it really is about equity it's about what a family holds, um, what the mothers and fathers pass on to their children regardless of sex. Um, and I think that's important um, for soldiers and veterans. Um, I mean, we can talk about the Me Too movement, we can talk about Brett Kavanaugh and Dr. Christine Blasey Ford, um, but this is, this is kind of old there's an old game in the Bible. Like, this has been there a while. We aren't doing a new thing. Um, and I don't mean that pejoratively. I mean, I'm hoping that this is a conservative read of um, of our scriptures in light of current context. Um, that too often we, we lose sight of what happens when we, we assume that some people are just certain ways... Men are just X, Y, and Z. Women are just A, B, and C. And never the tricks shall meet. 
And I think it's a wonderful thing that the Department of Defense, well, I shouldn't say a wonderful thing. I think it is the proper and pragmatic thing to open up combat arms specialties to women. That isn't because I support or believe that combat arms are theologically, you know, safe, but that is to say that we live in a secular world in which um, that kind of system, the kind of system that has us thinking, well, women and daughters, they don't, you know, they, you don't have to register for the draft. They are, they stay home and raise families. They are housekeepers and and um, housewives. <laughs> I, yeah, we have we sell TV shows about that. Um, but I think what Scripture and what God does, and what I think we need to continue to do is to level the playing field for for everyone. I mean, all of all of creation. That humans are not better than animals in some moral sense. That the animal kingdom isn't better than the plant kingdom or that, you know, plants and animals are better than the earth. Um, but that this is, is necessary to um, live fully into the, um, the, the, the process and the, the reign of God um, as it was created and ordained from the beginning. Prayer for Families, adapted from the Book of Common Prayer. Almighty God, our heavenly home, we commend to your continual care the houses in which your people dwell. Put far from us, we beseech you, every root of bitterness, the despair of vainglory, and the pride of life. Fill them with faith, virtue, knowledge, temperance, patience, godliness. Knit together in constant affection those who, in holy wedlock, have been made one flesh. Turn the hearts of the parents to the children, and the hearts of the children to the parents, and so enkindle fervent charity among us all, that we may evermore be kindly affectioned to one another, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Thank you for falling into Pew Pew HQ's first formation, where we share morning prayers for the humble, hardy folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. If you like what you've heard, I hope you'll consider participating in one of the three following ways. First, you can support this podcast with a monthly contribution at anchor.fm slash firstformation. You can sponsor morning prayer for Pew Pew people with as little as a dollar a month, and you can cancel at any time if I ever piss you off. Second, You can become a co-host yourself by recording a lectionary reading and sending it to me to be included in a weekday episode of your choosing. Instructions for co-hosts can be found in earlier episodes, and you don't have to be a grunt to participate in First Formation in this or any way. Finally, and maybe most importantly, you can send me your prayer requests of a minute or less with a voice message feature on Anchor's iOS or Android apps. Prayers may be added to a morning prayer episode, aired anonymously if you wish, or kept private for me to pray for off-air. So there you have it, three ways to participate in morning prayers for Pew Pew people. I hope you will continue to listen in and maybe even consider participating yourself. This has been and always will be Logan Isaac.
Always faithful, always family. Semper Familia.